Welcome to this week's Silk Grassroots Podcast, the Amateur Footballer, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Keep it simple, get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Amateur Football Podcast on the Selk platform. Again, thank you to the Selk team for allowing me to speak. Wow, what an eventful couple of weeks. Games being postponed. Oh, it's just been a lot of things happening. A lot of things happening, uh, especially in Vets football. I just want to say to everyone out there uh, that doesn't know a lot about Vets football, please go check out my page please come and check out my youtube channel uh, on a sunday evening from eight o'clock and i talk about vets football some quality teams some quality players that you guys may not know about and again with the ability of the open age player everyone gets older so when they are reaching that 34 35 uh, age range I think a lot of these players will be going into vets a lot sooner. So it, the quality will only get better. And again, please go on and subscribe to the Selk platform. So this episode, I always say I'm going to keep it short. And I promise you, I'll try and keep this one less than 15 minutes. It's it's a more of a personal, uh, um, I'd say... Yeah, it's a kind of personal episode. It's something that I think a lot of players from grassroots, even to the elites, they don't really talk about. And uh, it's just about injuries. And uh, for me, you know, when I was when I was in my teens and 20s, uh, injuries, you know, I never used to get injured. You know, I was I was I was fit. Um, you know, I rolled challenges I always got stuck in. I mean, I still get stuck in now. And, you know, me being dropped or me even being uh, on a, you know, on the subs bench was something that I just, I was just unheard of. Uh, and of course, as I've kind of got into like the vets, of course, like your body's just not the same. It, you know, it is what it is. You, you kind of have to try and adapt your your head and your mind is saying one thing, but your body sometimes doesn't respond as it should. And, you know, especially when I started the vets, I was kind of getting probably a lot more niggling injuries. Um, and again, I was I was managing before I got into vets. So I was probably, you know, I, I wasn't in the best condition, you know, to be absolutely frank with you. But, you know, I was still young enough and fit enough to kind of get myself, you know, through a lot of the games and there was an ankle injury that I sustained in one game and you know it probably put me out for three months or so and that was probably probably in hindsight that's probably the, the explosion of the platform of the amateur football platform because I was I was able to actually record um, a lot of the games and actually speak to people rather than playing so we kind of fast forward now three, four years uh, and, you know, you know, I still play. Um, I'm still very competitive. You know, anyone that knows me now probably, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, 
uh, on the pitch, I, I, I love the competition. One of my coaches when I was in Leeds, when I was young, and this is something that will all, you know, this is something that I'll always remember. One of my coaches said, if you get the opposition number or like your opposition, uh, your kind of opposite number um, substituted or yellow carded or sent off, then that means you've done your job. So uh, when I was young, I used to be a left winger. So, you know, it's literally either their, their right winger or their right back, more so like their right back. That was literally my target. And, you know, I'd say most, most of the time, you know, that right back would either be substituted or they'd have to change formation or, you know, kind of do like something to, to literally not, not only stop me, but literally stop the whole team that I was playing for at the time. And that's something that's kind of gone through me um, um, in my kind of footballing uh, career. So, yeah, so literally as I got older, I've kind of changed positions now. So literally I'm the centre back. So it's the same thing. You know, I'm kind of literally looking at um, the, the the kind of uh, opposition attacker. You know, if you know if I can influence the the opposition to actually take that player off, then you know individually I've done my job. So you know, I'm a very fierce, fierce competitor. You know, I, I you know I don't shirk from challenges. I, I don't shirk from from any competition on the pitch, um, and and like even off it. Um, but you know, again, you know, unlike the pitch, I'm, I'm just yeah, I'm a kind of different person. So now I can, I can say you know, um, it's been probably really, really difficult for me because I've been in and out of the starting eleven. You know, I've you know, I'm kind of in the squad, but I'm you know, in and out of the starting eleven because of injuries and kind of course other commitments regarding the platform, especially at the beginning. So now I would say now. Be, being at my team now, you know, independent vets. This is probably been the most consistent that I've been at games. However, the consistency of me playing is the same, or if not a worse, if not worse. Uh, and there's, you know, like a few elements to that. The team is very strong. Uh, the team, you know, top of Division 2 at this present moment in time, we are unbeaten. Um... Uh, we kind of hold the Beckenham Cup. Um, we kind of won it and then retained it as well, and we're and um, and we're looking to actually um, win promotion. And again, we've literally won promotion almost every single season. So like the team's got stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. You know, defensively again stronger and stronger and stronger. It's just one of those things. You know, like you need to refresh and and you kind of need to 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 reset everyone's mind who's been there before just to know that the competition is fierce. So that's one thing. Uh, the second thing is probably the most, uh, this is annoying, but uh, the thing that, of course, I've, right at this present moment, I've got no control of is injuries. Uh, and, you know, um, I struggled to, to get into the starting 11 at the beginning of the season. Um, I think it was it was fitness. It was COVID. I was, you know, I wasn't in the best shape. Um, and you know, I managed to get myself into, you know, really really good shape. Um, but then all of a sudden, um, the kind of issue with you know with my injury came, and it's the ankle injury. 
And, you know, this this happened about two two weeks ago. Now, as I speak to you now, and, you know, it's not been just an impact injury. I think it's, you know, I'm not going to say ling- you know, ligament damage. I'm not a doctor, but, you know, um, you know, I think it's more of a strain than a kind of impact injury. And you know, as a uh, as a defender, you've you've like got to be um, you've like got to be on your toes. Um, you've 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 like got to always kind of almost second guess where your opponent's going to be, and that's with running and sprinting and whatnot. And like, it's all right for me to do it myself, but again, when like when like someone is trying to dictate to where you know where like you're you're gonna go. You know, it, it's impossible. And, you know, like it happened in a friendly, like in-house friendly. And I knew within two, three minutes, I I, I, I couldn't run. And, you know, what and what what made certain things worse, you know, it happened within the first 15 minutes. Uh, so I got, you know, so of course I had to come off. It was windy, it was raining, it was pouring down with rain. And then when I come off, the team actually performed a lot better. So of course, watching it from the sideline, you was thinking, you know, I was thinking, wow, like this is my opportunity gone. And you know, mentally, it was it was very hard for me to just look at that and just be very optimistic. And you know, since since like that that day, the team, of course, you know, um, they've, they've they've played one game on, you know, they won that game with a clean sheet, and. The, They've gone to training. You know, I can't go training. I've been doing my own little workouts. I've been kind of attending the game, uh, but again, just to support. But just knowing in the kind of back of my head, it's going to be another two to three weeks. Let's say the like the back end of February, realistically, for me to feel 100% or literally close to 100%. You know, it's something that a lot of players just don't talk about, especially when I know at this present moment in time, I'm not one of the first choice centre backs, so this is this is something that I know I have to I've got to work through, and I've like spoken to a few of the players about it because uh, I know you know when I can you know when I'm you know when I'm fit enough, um, I'll be again on the squad. I'll be literally on the bench, and of course you know for you to get that confidence and the fitness, you need match fitness and as a defender it's very very rare because again you know you will either winning by by a couple or if there's just a you know like an instant injury etc so it's very hard to to like be at to like be at a game and to focus on you know coming into a game because again you know this is this is Saturday Sunday league football you know we don't train for the whole week we have, we have work we have other commitments as well so, you know, it's been very, very, very hard for me. Um, there's a Sunday team called Wimbledon Town that have kind of asked me whenever I can to literally play. Uh, and I will definitely take them up on the offer, you know, because again, I kind of need to be playing. I need to be, this is literally when I'm fit. You know, I need to be out. I need the match fitness. Um, you know, I kind of need to be, you know, I kind of need that sweat. And... You know, it's kind of good for my mentality. I think, you know, when you're injured, especially as a grassroots player, and you know deep down it's going to take more than a month or two, and you're already halfway through 
through a season. It's very hard to take every day as it comes. You know, you are kind of looking at the fixtures and and you're kind of getting frustrated with with the rehab. If you, you know, and literally that's if players even do rehab or go to physios, etc. Uh, and you know what I've learned is, you know, I just have to try and be patient. And again, you know, this is all lip service. I'm, you know, this is this is kind of almost like my therapy. I'm kind of saying this aloud. Because this is something that I know I have to hear. I kind of have to, you know, I've got to believe in the healing process. um, And I can't rush it. And, you know, I've got to make sure that I'm there for both teams. And also as well, I've got to make sure that I'm ready to actually come on mentally and physically when that time, you know, comes up. It's kind of really important as a player, when your team, you know, like you could be winning a lot or you could be losing a lot to to actually still keep the, just still keep the, the that positive um, mental attitude. Because again, you know, that's why I love team sports. It's not just about one person. It's about a collective. And everyone has, has a part. Uh, and, you know, especially within the Vets, I kind of still think I've got a huge part to play this season and beyond. With my injuries, I have to now, you know, really um, do do all the necessary warming up. I have to look after my body a lot more. Can I still go into those 50-50 challenges and still be that rugged defender? I hope so. Um, I'll I'll still never back out. Of course, you know it's that first tackle. You know that first tackle is literally when I'm gonna know exactly how my body's going to react. And and I think what it is as well as a defender coming on, you also want to impress. So like sometimes you do a little bit too much rather than just doing the basics. And literally that's sometimes where players who are coming back from injury, who literally want to impress their peers, who want to impress their management. Sometimes that's literally where people can get unstuck. So in my head, I know when it's when it's, when it's it's time for me to come on, you know, I just have to just do the basics. You know, it doesn't matter what anyone else says. I just have to do the basics. So I just want to say anyone out there that's kind of um, injured or coming back from an injury... Or you know someone that's in the squad and and literally and uh, you know not a first team player at this present moment in time. You know you just have to believe that you're good enough. You have to believe that your injury will heal, and you'll and uh, you have to believe that you'll be stronger. So, so the next time you kind of go into a challenge or you or you're out on the pitch, everything will be a okay. And um, something else that, that I want to add for anyone that's just a squad player. Hey, you know, I wouldn't count myself as just a squad player, but, you know, I'm in the squad. I'm not, I'm not part of the first 11. That's just someone's opinion. That's just someone's opinion on, on like your style of play for that particular team. That doesn't mean that you're a bad player. It's just someone's opinion that saying that you may not fit um, the starting 11 or like that kind of opposition's qualities. You know, what I've, I've played, I've started because the kind of opposition's qualities have kind of suited me. 
And, you know, if I would have stayed on, <laughs> because again, I came off with a, with a concussion in that game. And uh, a lot of people would have said, you know, what she, a lot of people said to Reese, you know, like you was destined to actually get man in a match. He was just cleaning up everything. Um, but again, you know, I came off <laughs> in that game with concussion. Uh, and then I, anyway, so yeah. So, you know, it's just been um, a little bit of b bad luck this season. But, you know, I'm still determined to to carry on. You know, if I was going to moan or literally give up after one or two setbacks, then I wouldn't be where I am at this present moment in time. Uh, and I still enjoy playing football. Uh, you know, no matter what people say about the platform and, you know, they literally enjoy the content that I do. I I enjoy everything I do. do even like doing this. I wouldn't have imagined me doing a podcast on the Selk platform. I wouldn't have imagined, you know, filming and talking to ex-pros, you know, people who have grown up seen on seen on television. I wouldn't have imagined speaking to grassroots players, you know, referees about their their journeys. But also as well, playing football is is fundamentally like my love. You know, in, in my darkest hour, playing football for those 90 minutes, 120 minutes, that got me out a lot of stuff. And because I was good at it, it, it definitely helped. And can I imagine giving up football? That's going to be very hard. You know, um, you know, they, I always, well, I used to say, oh, there's always going to be a time where I've got to give it up. But now they've got walking football now and like they've got football teams over 50s or over 60s so you know there's uh, football for all ages now you know and like back in the day that was unheard of so so who knows how long i'm going to be playing who like knows how long my body can can withstand um the kind of constant you know impact and the pressure that i put on it so like maybe i've got to change change, change my style of play as well so uh, you know again that's that kind of football intelligence, that's that's the you know, that's the football journey at grassroots and all the way up to the the elite league. Big game for the vets on Saturday. So you're hearing this on a Friday, so big game on, on the Saturday of the twenty second, Catford versus Independent. I would love to have been involved in this. I would I will still be there to support. Um, and I will probably talk more about um, the vet scene uh, in like probably the next episode or so. Because again, you know, there's a lot of things that have, that have happened, um, and you know, it'd be great to to kind of put my POV on on like certain situations that I've seen now rear its head, not ugly head, but just kind of rear its head. Thank you guys for listening. If there's any questions or comments, please let me know. And again, if there's if there's any subjects that you guys would love me to talk about as well, um, please send me a DM or on Twitter, Instagram, on YouTube. Uh, I'm like everywhere. Or just literally contact Andrew and he will contact me. Uh, and again, thank you for all of all of your feedback regarding the last podcast as well. Oh. I almost dropped my phone. Uh, again, you know, um, 
as I kind of keep saying before, we have to support our referees, and you know, um, you know, we we kind of have to, you know, also give them the benefit of the doubt. And again, of course, there's there's also, you know, you know, referees that, you know, that that shouldn't be refing as well, and and you know, those referees can also spoil the game. But literally, I'd say. You know, you know, ninety eight, ninety nine percent of the referees are really, really, really good. So, again, guys, thank you, thank you so much, and I will speak to you guys next week, Friday. This is the amateur football uh, platform. Please like and subscribe, and any questions, please feel free to contact me. Have a wonderful day. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.